You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Making Waves Hey, welcome everyone to Making Waves. How about that? Look at that. Uh, listen, tonight, guys, we got a Shiprock's favorite, and um, I can't wait for this conversation because he's a Michigan boy like the co-host here, Chad. Uh, everyone, please welcome Lee from Pop Evil. Lee, thank you, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us awesome. on this very special. Real quick, guys, before we start, uh, we're going to go into a lot of stuff with Lee and what's going on with the band and their new music and the album and everything he's been doing with his time off. Um, this is a first for us. We're going to do this live stream. We wanted to make sure that we have the ship community watching um, th these interviews and these podcasts. What we're going to do is for the first 30 minutes, we're going to do live stream. We'll take your questions and you guys can kind of have some banter going on. And then after that, we'll sign off from the live stream, but the podcast will keep going and make sure to check out the rest of uh, the podcast and what we've been talking about, including Walk the Plank and Would You Rather uh, that we're going to do with Lee at the end of it. And uh, that'll be dropping on Monday the 26th. Uh, so look for that. And we'll obviously let you guys know on all our social channels what's happening. But for now, you're joining us and we're here with Lee. Buddy, thank you, man. Again, appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. I'm excited to be on. And, and anything like this is that much step closer to being back out on Ship Rock and being back playing. I'm down. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Um, listen, first thing, let's talk about it, man. You got the new album coming out, Versatile. Yes. The singles have been out. The new one, yeah. Breathe Again, is like just killing it at Active Rock. Can you tell us what's going on with the record and how it came to be? It just kind of, you know, your, your nuts and bolts of Versatile. Yeah, you know, everything, we did it uh, pre-COVID, you know, so everything was set to kind of come out last spring, and we had a tour set up around it as well, and a uh, little behold, just towards the end of it, I think maybe we had maybe two songs, a song and a half left to go, and then we were out in LA, and they were going to shut down the city, so, we, you know, we all kind of split up and went our separate ways, just because we thought it'd be, at that time, we thought it'd be a couple months, you know, we're like, okay, cool, you know, hopefully this will, as probably most of the world did, you know, maybe we'll be back by spring, things will be back to normal. Spring led to summer. We're like, all right, well, maybe we'll be back by fall. And then, you know, once summer hit, we was kind of evident that this was going to be going on at least a year. You know, so here we are. You know, things now, the powers that be, finally now we're in a position to release this album. And, you know, we couldn't be happier, man. Finally, it's here. Yeah, you guys have an interesting, the, the, we, we, Chad and I have talked to several people uh, who've come on and how they, you guys selectively put in putting some singles out over time keeping people, right. keeping the fans engaged, keep giving them something new to listen to. Then right now you're setting yourself up perfectly to drop the album. Who is it coming out in May? Are we, are we talking May for this one? May 21. Yep. yep. Yeah, there we go. Answer. So, yeah. and then basically people have all summer to enjoy it. And then they see it, as, yeah. you know, fingers crossed as a live experience this, this fall. Right. It's yeah, exactly right. I mean. You know, you know, you just try to, you try to put it out. You want to stay relevant. We got the material out, but obviously release stuff. There's a lot of entities involved. There's a label, there's managers, yeah. there's, there's booking agents. There's a lot of people behind the scenes and you try to do what's best for your pop people team or family. And, um, you know, so far the family, the pop people team has been amazing. I mean, they've been so gracious and working hard during this uh, whole COVID experience and putting these stuff, stuff out, you know, in a timely fashion. You know, I know that I speak for the band on this. That we're all very excited and, you know, we're hopeful that the fans are enjoying as much as they can, but obviously we're all looking forward to this album and, you know, hopefully playing by fall, like you said. Yeah, I, 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 as we before we went live, I spoke to you and told you I've been listening yeah. to Breathe Again for a while today before mm -hmm. we started this because I just wanted to familiarize myself with everything. And it really does feel like you guys took the time off to be really create some really strong songs. I appreciate you know, like, it. Yeah. 
And, yep. and, and Breathe Again is a perfect example. It's got some really in, heavy intro, great big chorus, and all the things that we look for in a rock song, right? So yeah, I actually heard it on my uh, ride back to my house today as I was like scrambling to get ready. I heard it three times on the radio in the past couple of days. And obviously, you know, like it's a, I always turn it up when love the band. And, I, and yeah. on top of it, we're both from Detroit. So I'm like, yeah, Fuck yeah. Yeah, 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 I love it. <laughs> it right. really this is, is an incredible, uh, you know, like the, the shift that you're doing is yeah. fucking perfect. It's awesome. It sounds great. If you haven't heard the song yet. You should be listening to it right now because it's it's everything that you love about the band. And then it just feels like it feels like the future. It feels like something like new, new skin. You know, right. it's good. It's yeah. great. No, you're right. You know, it's always trying to push the boundaries, trying to outdo yourself. That's the true competition. Right. I mean, obviously, we want to be successful and you want to succeed compared to your peers. But at the, same, the big picture in the long term, you want to better yourself. Right. You want to leave your legacy the right way. And. And every album, see that growth. And, and we're always thinking about, like you said, the future and thinking about the live show and how we can better bring more songs to that live show experience. You know, the peaks and valleys of life have always been relatable to that pop evil live show. And, you know, growing up in Michigan, like we have, I mean, there's a lot of ups and downs in the state. It snowed today for us in Michiganders that were in Michigan today is brutal, you know, and that constant kind of wait, wait, wait for the good weather, you know, even growing up as a kid, you know, and then when spring hits, it's like they took the they took the cap off the top of you and you were ready to just go and explore. Kind of like how that was in the studio this time. We we're like, look, man, we don't have to have anything to hold us back. Let's go grind. Let's capture that energy. This album too, we use different producers. We really wanted to capture that live demo energy. You know, it's something when you do live demos, if I was playing those demos for you or the fans at home, they'd be like, oh my God, I love that demo. I can't wait to hear it in the final when it's done. What happens is you get another producer and then you go back and try to re-record and capture that energy just an impossible thing. So what we try to do this time around is whenever that energy, whatever we liked about the demos, we wanted to build around that. So whether it was the vocals and breathe again, for example, I mean, the, the, the chorus is exactly the first two days in the studio when I birthed it, when that, when that energy and we're jumping up and down, like, Oh crap, dude, this is how I feel. This is that, this is that release. This is that moment when the melody kind of marries the lyric and you're like, wow, we got something special here. That's what you hear. We didn't go recut it, you know, two months later, a lot of that, and even the guitar riffs in those opening sessions were like, wow, this is just special. Let's not try to recut that. Let's build on that and add to that. So definitely, uh, I think that's why this album is clearly our best one. I think you're going to hear a lot of that on this album. The, 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 high, the high excitement, obviously the energy I said, um, just the passion, the grind, and hopefully that translates to that live show experience. Obviously, we haven't been able to play any of them yet. So we're going to actually have the fans sing the songs back to us before we even get a chance to play it. So that's going to be different. That's yeah. always the advantage right there is like yeah. there's the, there's that window where it's like if we put it out too early, yeah, the yes. familiarize with the songs, but they're also kind of like maybe burnt out by it. But it's still after three or four months, it's still very fresh in people's minds. Yeah. Um, Chad mentioned it is very futuristic sounding, but what I always loved about you guys is like it always feels like a little retro to me, like 80s, kind of like melodic hard rock. Like, yeah. I'm not saying White Lion, but it's got that thing where it's like, it's not assaulting my ears, but it's rocking them. But there's this melody line and you really do work those vocals when it gets to the chorus. So it's it's got that kind of feel, you know, maybe yeah. like a Def Leppard Pyromania era kind of thing. I love it. Very, very yeah. complimentary. Yeah. You know, I, I just think yeah. it's just our blue collar roots, you know, and you, you, yeah. you know, growing up in Michigan, I just think it's just infused in me as a, as a front man, as a lyricist of this band. It just it just kind of comes out no matter what kind of music you put underneath me. That kind of vibe has always been just how I grew up. You know, I call it it's just that serial city mentality. Right. We're always the test market for serial. So I always joke about that reference because it's true. <laughs> like when I go into Walmart or, or Myers here in Michigan, you know, I go, I go shopping for cereal. It's yeah. always like, oh, my God, they got these new cereals. Call your friend, call your friends and family around the country. They're like, oh, I haven't had that yet. So, you know, it's that same kind of, you know, always getting stuff thrown at you here in the Midwest. It just kind of always, and, and maybe why the pop evil sound has always been growing and mixing. We've always been infusing other styles and genres is we always want to try new stuff, man. Like we don't want to stand still. Again, we want our live show to be even more exciting and enjoyable. But at the same time, this this album, especially, we wanted to respect that our, our metal and rock roots. You know, we wanted the heavy to be heavy as we've ever been. And infuse, like you said, if we have to infuse that sound, but make sure the drum tones, the guitar tones had to be different and unique. You know, I think you get better as a, as a studio musician as the years go on. You know, all the five albums previous, things you couldn't do, or maybe you ran out of time or you got pushed on. Oh, no, it's 
busy. We got to get it out. No, this time I was like, you know, no, no, no. We're going to do it on our terms, the band's terms now. We'll put it out when we're ready. You know, we, we, we want to take two weeks and just dabble on guitar tones. You know what I mean? And let's, or even if it's effects, let's go through. The, I'll go, how many, how many effects? 390. Okay, let's go through all of them right now. I'll start. Let me hear that one. Let me hear that one. And, that, and not just me, the guitar players, you know, the, even the bass player and our drummer, you know, they're all, we, we, we weren't just thinking like certain music. We weren't just thinking our position. We were thinking about the song and, and, and just our personalities, what we could bring to each part. So it was rad. It was a rad experience. Yeah, it's unpredictable. I mean, you know, like uh, what I've heard, what I've heard already come out uh, till this day is like I feel like what you were saying here is somewhat about the Michigan vibe, the mentality of where we are in the mid Midwest. You got to grind, you got to push, you got to you got to be ahead of what somebody else is going to think you you're going to do, so you can stay afloat. Because we are we're the underdogs, you know. Like we've always been looked at that that way, and that's why we always succeed here. Uh, because you never know right. where, where we're going to come for you at, but we're going to come for you. And, uh, you know, we're going to make you think, make you look, make you turn your head and hopefully make you ride, you know, no, you, just do it really right. well. you nailed it. You nailed it. I appreciate it. Thank you. But it's just that underdog. You, you said it best that underdog mentality is like, we have that, that extra anger. I think just in future, we're always pissed off about that stuff. You know, you always hear about New York, LA and you're like, what about us in D or what about us in Michigan? You know, like, you know, what, what do we matter less? Our voices, you had no problem sending us all the test stuff for our opinions. But like when it comes down to supporting us, you don't got no love for us. So again, we, 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 that, that's been infusing me as well. Not just me, but all my buddies that I grew up with all that kind of like passion. And, and, you, and you can't just at some point blame the, the situation. You have to like come out there and, and go for it. And I think that's, you know, definitely you see that on this record, like, okay, let's just go for it. You know, like, yeah, who cares what you're not a victim. You're, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not victims. We're, we're opportunists. You know, that, that's the idea of what, it, you know, you guys do it real well, man. I just wanted to mention that because when you were sp speaking, I was For like, sure. yeah, man, that, that's fucking Michigan all day long. That meant, yeah. you know, it's hey, funny. Yeah. Was, the, uh, the rock, yeah. rock, rock and roll fashion designer, John Vavatos, what he said about Detroit, I was watching that cream magazine documentary. He said, the great thing about Detroit and music is Detroit has grit. And that's what leads to the way the sound is and people's uh, uh, ability to come back from being down or knocked down. Or as you guys say, kind of this underdog mentality where it's just like we have the grit to stick it through. You grind to success. You grind your way to success. It's never given to you. So that's I thought that was a really good statement about Detroit. And that's, that's, well, it's an interesting thing because we always get asked on every interviews, is any advice to other bands? And, and maybe you're maybe you're onto something there. Like there's a grit in me that like if people don't like the band or they don't like the song, or they don't like the band name or all the years previous before we were successful, all the no's I got, it just never bothered me. Like I never really, I didn't care what they thought. You know, I always knew I had something special in me. I always knew I had something special with the band members around me. We just had to prove it, you know? And I think that grit that you're talking about with Varvato said is that, yeah, you, you, you just don't take no for an answer. Like if you have that passion to get out of here, to get out of the state of Michigan, you have to, you know, I always said that the saying was, I spent my whole life trying to get out of Michigan just to realize with success, I just want to come back. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, it's interesting that where you come from, that grit that you're talking about in Michigan, it just, it's, it's in you and you're right. It makes you kind of push it harder because you're so used to getting no your whole life, you know? Before Chad chimes in here, I've got a question from one of our sharecroppers and I think it's very, I think I, I'd love to hear your answer. This is from yeah. Tim. He goes, at what point did you feel like you made it? Uh, yeah, that's, that, I get that a lot. I, I don't think we ever, I don't think I've ever felt that. You know, there's a lot, there's still tons of people that don't know who the band is. You know, I think we probably, we probably reached a level where people, at least maybe, at least at the rock, in, the rock format, the active rock format, where people have heard of the band name. And that doesn't mean they know what we look like. You know, I, I don't mm -hmm. think that they, you know, we're certainly not a headline band at every city across the country. Yet. So, you know, have we made it? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I ever even think about that. Okay, just curiosity. I figure there's got to be sometimes though when there's some satisfaction, whether it's being on the Disturbed tour, doing arenas, yeah, uh, and yes. things like that, to where you are getting noticed. Like, hey, this is a band we want with us on the road. Yeah, it was the question. Like, do do I ever feel satisfaction? Is that what? Is that yeah, kind of yeah, the yeah. Like, there's sure. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think it's in moments. You know, I don't think it's ever like, yeah, dude, we crushed it. I mean, any satisfaction you get, sure. This business Momentary. is so. It's all about the next, right? It's all about yeah. the next song, the next single. So yeah, that was a great tour this term. But then as soon as you're halfway through it, you're like, okay, what's next? What's so next? We're, right. We're just trained like never, or just like the next ship or ship rock, right? We're in paradise. Yeah. But that last couple of days, you're like, oh, damn, it's almost over. What's next? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, 
or you're already talking about with your fellowship ship rocker friends or fans. You're like, once and even the fans, right? They're like, what's yeah. the next time you're coming on? I'm like, well, we're here right now. We got one more show to go. You know, so like there's always that mentality. Well, that's the high, that's the endorphins, yeah. like what's gonna right. get me through. It's like it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. this crazy addiction. Yeah, exactly <laughs> so, right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Uh hey, do, you, do you like are you into stand-up comedy at all, like comedians, stuff like that? You see in live and oh. whatnot. Do, do I go? Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar I, with like the nucleus of what that is? Uh, like how their world, yeah, I, I their world so. works, I suppose. I, I, okay. I used to go to more before the band was bigger. Nowadays, I have I don't get to go as much, you know, just because I'm uncomfortable in public differently now than I was back then. But, uh, you know, uh, it's cool. I love the vibe. You know, we would go, you know, especially around here in Michigan, you know, you go get your cocktail, sit back and just see who could make you laugh, you know. But yeah. uh, I, absolutely, I think, I think I'm familiar. So, the, so the, the reason why I brought it up is, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. Uh, mu- music, right? We write yeah. this record, right? We spend a lot of time being very secretive about what's going to happen in this record. Yeah. Right? And right. then we go and spend a lot of time making it sound, those, those compositions, making them sound what they, at least to the public, what we're hearing in our in our mind. And then right. we put it out, right? And then we go and play those fucking songs every night, right? And yeah. you're thinking the whole entire time you're thinking about the next album but you're on stage playing that piece of work, right? And that's, yeah, yeah, that's right. how our business moves forward. Right. The complete opposite happens with comedians who are, are, are out there working comedy rooms or new material, whatever it is, open mic, whatever it is. They sure. go and they they do exactly what we're doing before we go on the road, on the road, right? And then they record yeah. a special and then they never fucking touch that material again. And I, I, I think there's something so, so romantic about both processes uh, yeah. But when you were talking about it, it re- immediately reminded me of like that conversation I had. And yeah. what do you think? Uh, I just I got to know, like, what do you think about that process of what we do, you know, as musicians versus yeah. like, something a, like that? It's interesting, right? It's a crazy it's a crazy thought. I mean, to be honest, I haven't thought about it. But now that you brought it to my attention, I think it's very interesting. Right. Because we have the advantage of a musician is you have your old catalog. Right. If you it's a blessing and a curse. Right. Because you write these music, you write this music early on in the process for yourself, right? You try to, not every song's about me anymore, but I'm always thinking about the fans and how little elements of my life can be relatable to every song I write, you know? So you, you do, it's kind of like kids, your children, right? You send them off in the world, you hope they succeed, blah, blah, blah. But you're right, from a, from a stand-up comedy perspective, any success you have, you can never touch it again. So that's an amazing thing. And in some ways, the only correlation musically is you, you're constantly trying to write a better song. And so, so, you know, for me, the hits, people ask all the time, like, what, what's your favorite song? Or what do you, what do you, what do you listen to? Do you ever listen to your own stuff at home? The answer is no, I don't ever listen to my back catalog so much so that I got called out. I remember, I'll never forget. It was in, must've been 2010 or 2011. We were on a boat, Minnesota, I'll never forget it. And Hero came on, which was our very first single. I don't remember. I wrote Hero. It came out in 08. I probably wrote it three years before it came out just so we could get Hero was one of those songs that got me the next step to get signed, to get the record deal. So by the time that song was, by the time that song was released in 08, I was two albums deep on the new stuff. So you're exactly right. I wasn't even thinking about, and I remember being on that boat. I'm like, damn, that song's a lot. Like, that sounds like one of our songs. And they're like, are you fucking, like, are you fucking with us? And I'm like, no, what do you mean? You know, they're like, that's your fucking song. I'm like, no, shut up. And, and sure enough, it was here. I'm like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed. I haven't heard it so long. You know, so I, you're exactly right. Like we don't, in a way, we don't go back to the old material either. It's just our old material is the link between our fans that, that brings them closer to you, right? You think about some of our favorite songs, my favorite songs growing up. If I go see my favorite band, or, or I'll just use the Michigan reference, like, because, you know, I mean, I grew up a huge Kid Rock fan because I'm from Michigan. So, you know, when I would go see Kid Rock, if I hear Bob to the Wall, even though I know that whole camp differently now, I still takes me back to when I'm a kid. And, you know, maybe I'm watching Woodstock, you know, and they're burning all this up the last Woodstock in 99 when people were going nuts. And I'm just like, Bob to the Wall. I mean, I still think about him coming <laughs> into like Royal Oak or, or even Grand, Grand Rapids at the time when I remember someone threw, threw, he did like one song, someone threw an empty beer bottle at him and flipped us off. It's like, I'm out of here. And I remember thinking, that's Kid Rock. And I, he's all hyped up, you know, for weeks before we could see that show. And I saw one song. So, you know, I, I still think that that song to this day is my link with him. Even though I may know those guys and celebrities in a different way, 
the link that I really have with them is that song back in my past. So, you know, I think that's, and in some ways, even as a comedian, right? Like I think about some of my favorite comedians, they might not do the material, but I mean, how many people can recite word for word Eddie Murphy Raw? I know a bunch of this, some of it, they just, they're those kind of people, right? They can say every saying from a movie. I'm like, how do you remember that? I don't even remember what I did two hours ago, but they can recite the whole movie for you. So in some ways, that back catalog of a comedian to this day is like, you know, I remember I just saw recently some guy was saying to um to Steve Carell, like, well, that's what she said. And he's just like, I don't ever even say that. I don't ever hear that again for the rest of my life. And I'm thinking, but we think about such good memories with him. Sure. You know, and a part of me was like, damn it, Steve, do that. That's what she said again. Do it. But he didn't want to do it, man. You know, it's been so long. He's got to think of new material because he's a comedian at heart. So it is a lot of cool similarities. But but that is the link. The way that I, the things that really stands up to me is how that is linked with your fans to connect with you. So being able to play those songs, that back catalog every night is a huge thank you to the fans. It's a big thank you maybe to the fans for us to be like, hey, we're one. You know? Totally. You nailed it. I, I think it's so weird to think about. Yeah, like, I'm weird. jealous, you know, of that pro- process. Yeah. But then I yeah. think about it the other way. is like, I would hate to be out and, and like, and be like, like imagine me like, do the she says joke. Do the she said again. And you're like, oh, I no, can't do it. I, can't do it. I did it that one time. You know, like, the yeah, whole process yeah, yeah. is so. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, well, we get it as musicians too, right? Totally. We get it as the ultimate Leonard Skinner no. curse. <laughs> well, yeah. we get the ultimate Leonard Skinner curse, right? Someone oh. in the back, play Freebird. You know what I mean? So they're all doing the thing. So we kind of get it. Yeah. No, the thing to do though is, is go ahead and play the damn thing in its yeah. entirety and just torture the shit out of them and go, do you regret yes. asking now? Because it's 15 minutes long. <laughs> you exactly. just ate into yeah. the two singles we were gonna do, but you exactly. know, you got your exactly. way. Hey, yeah. listen, we got yeah. we got another question if you yeah. don't mind. Yeah. This is from Chris. Yep. Lee, she asks, now that yeah. traveling bands restrictions are slowly being lifted, where are you looking forward to traveling to? Just no, personally, I, it doesn't have to be the honest, band. Be honest, personal. honest answer. I haven't thought about traveling at all just because I that gets my hopes up, you know. So mm-hmm. I've been really, even though I think we have shows booked in July and August, and I, I've been asked that a lot. I, I'm not thinking about it until I'm actually on stage singing, then I'll get excited. But if I'm thinking about it now, it'd be great to shoot tour, tour anywhere, just getting on the tour bus and the, the controlled chaos that is a that is a truck stop shower. You know, going over the border to Canada, like all the stuff we took for granted anywhere at this point. I mean, I would love to just, it's not so much that I want to travel. I just want to see the people, man. I want to hear their voices. I want to hear this. I want to hear that roar. I want to smell that bullshit smell in a venue when you pull up and it smells fucking horrible. And you're like, oh God, I know I welcome that smell. I want to see, you know, when it's the stage open, like it's it's that shit we took for granted. You know, and there's all the drunk beer and booze from the night before. And you yeah. smell it rotting, you mm-hmm. know, on the floor and the carpets. Like, I, I miss all of that. You know, I miss, mm-hmm. I miss, I miss the people, man. I don't necessarily miss the travel. Hey, listen, before we leave, before we lose the, the live stream feed, I've got one other good question. I think this is, this is several parter, if you don't mind. Yes, this is from Amy. Loving mm-hmm. the artwork for Versatile. The visuals, uh, the visualizers and videos are fantastic. He goes, does the visuals and the artistic merit of the albums does that affect your music and how you go about it is is that like you know do you think about the visuals and the the concept while you're writing the music 100 and that's the hardest part right because the visual in my head i'm a i'm a good writer i'm good at writing and writing lyrics down i'm not always good at expressing my visual idea usually when you make a song you know i can see the video played out in my head whether they all end up being videos like that they don't but you know you kind of put yourself in that character's position or that person's position you know you try to write from that vibe same thing with the art you know visually usually it comes after the record you know um, i i have a couple concepts for the first time with our future albums of where i might be able to take it starting with the visual but but for the most part the previous visuals come after you, know, you listen to music sit there maybe with my eyes shut listen to it all front to back four or five times you know and go drive in the car for a couple hours and you know see what comes to my head you know and this actually ironically uh, we had a new um, artist, Pedro from Brazil, came in and, you know, I kind of was talking to him about things in my head and he kind of had an interpretation of what I was telling him. And he literally, normally I'm three or four takes in, no, it needs to be a little like this. Or can you, what about this one, one take? I was like, my God, dude, you nailed it. Like, I don't even need to, we don't even need to do this again. Just polish up what you did roll. And same thing with the music video stuff they did, you know, with Breathe Again and, and uh, our team, especially going through COVID, uh, unbelievable. You know, I, I feel like the creativity has just stepped up because people have so much more time to focus on it. So, you know, maybe maybe that was it. But 
man, I'm just so proud of the guys and the team. Of course, the band, everyone dealing with it, coming together to get this, get these visuals done right. Super, super stoked about it. Yeah, the video. I was when I was watching the video for Breathe Again. I was like little bits and pieces of. I think it was. Uh, was it uh, George Lucas's THX 1138? Was that, yeah. uh, you know, when they're, you know, they're, it's the, the all white scenery and someone's yeah. getting chased. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. what came to mind. So I was like, wow. I love it. I love that, really, it. that really stands out. So, uh, <laughs> Lee, man, like <laughs> the, uh, the thing I wanted to kind of touch base with you on is um, outside of music and writing this record, we're all people. Right. Yeah. There's things that happen in our lives during COVID, during the pandemic, right. during lockdown. You said you guys did the record in Los Angeles and you were kind of like sort of stuck out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I went through the same thing. I uh, I was not making a record. I was out there for another reason and got stuck in Los Angeles till yeah. from like March 10th to like July 20th. Right? Oh, wow. Wow. It sucked. I mean, it was, I also lived downtown. I lived between yeah. here and Detroit and I would live downtown. So it was a whole thing. But regardless of my shit, when you did get to go home back to Michigan, what was what was kind of like keeping you you thinking about the eye and the prize, keeping your eyes on the prize? You know, like that the idea of like, oh, shit, we talked about it before we, when we first started. Like, I don't know when we're going to go back on the road, but clearly it's going to be a lot longer. So what did you like wake up thinking about? keep going it's a, it's a great question ironically it wasn't music my eye on the price changed you know like i um we were set to finish the album around mid-march maybe and then we were going to have two two to three weeks off and usually when pop evil 10 days is our like rough amount of time off we don't ever get more than that and if we do it's very very rare so it was a longer break so i know we were really excited to uh you know recover at the time, I was going through some vestibular issues with my ears and my, my I was very dizzy. I had some like vestibular neuritis. If anyone's dealt with that, brutal, brutal. You know, I was dizzy. I didn't know how I was going to do this tour coming up. I was like, and it's taken me a year. Finally, I'm, you know, back to normal here now. But it took me, it probably didn't help that I was COVID sitting in one spot. If we, I feel like if we would have been up rolling a tour, maybe I would have been, you know, better quicker. But that was, it was a scare to me to let me know that, look, man, I've been doing this since I was 14 years old. So my ears, my my body was telling me, like, you need to take advantage of this now. Like, it's playing and touring will take care of itself. Like, like you, you you have to focus on you. So I literally went vegetarian for a year. I um I just started eating meat a little bit now just because I, I was just getting so, I was getting so weak. You know, I was like, I need some meat. And the goal was just to eat healthier, start that, let my voice rest, no singing at all. Just do, do anything else. Just, you know, if it's two months, great. If it's a year, you, you deserve it. You know what I mean? Just take care of your body. So my goals, my other price shifted. You know, I mean, I felt great about our team. Like I said, the album was done. So I had a little bit of a head start, you know, to, right around summer, I started writing again, doing some stuff. But but a lot of times when it comes to, I don't know how it is for you, but when I go to write, I want all new stuff. I don't care if I got, I don't care, you know, God himself came down and said, that's your next hit. No, I want to start fresh. And the new album just, it's about release, right? It's let my energy come out. I don't want anything old, you know? And then once you get three or four songs kind of underway, if we got to go back then, maybe. But um, I wasn't thinking about music, man. I was like, thinking about anything else to try to get my mind off that I really needed to feel like I, I could energize my batteries. And I knew that once, and I know to this day, once we get back again, it's probably going to be a madhouse, a lot of work, a lot of stress to get promoters and venues happy, obviously get people, you know, comfortable to get back on a ship again. A lot of issues that, you know, you guys are dealing with too, a lot of, a lot of concerns we all have, you know, and are we going to, can we do meet and greets again? You know, I mean, I, I don't want, I don't know how to do meet and greet, not hug or handshake your friend, your fans. And that's just not how I roll. So so, you know, there's a lot of those things I didn't really want to think about. So I focused on different things, you know, and, and uh, got into some of my hobbies I haven't done. Talked about you guys off camera. Got in the sports card boom. I'm a huge sports guy. So it was great to kind of go back and some of that and take my mind uh, off, the, you know, when am I going to play again? Because, again, we were the first to stop. We'll be the last ones to come back. So the last thing. Yeah, isn't that always funny? Every time there's some, some issue in the world, they always want to put together a concert in order to raise funds. But then when we're kind of like, Hey kids, uh, yeah. we could use some help here. They kind of like, yeah. Oh, you guys, huh? <laughs> Don't even get us started. Right. We can talk yeah. for hours about how upset it is. But, but again, just yeah. trying to stay positive, man. Like we yeah. can't control that stuff, but, um, you know, I, I don't know, like I said, building, getting into some carpentry skill, carpenter skills, you know, I'm a real estate guy too, getting into some of that, you know, some of the other side, side gigs that I've always wanted to do, but I've always been so busy. So, you know, just, just trying to just stay, stay ahead, to stay ahead of the game. Man. I love the idea of what you, I mean, I, I think it's important to talk about this stuff. And, and sometimes I don't think we do here even on the podcast, but it, it, it's, 
we're not just you know machines that are making music and we're a living human right. being we, we do we go to the grocery store we take shit you know all so, that sort of stuff is yeah. r- real in our life just as it is in everybody else's this just happens right. to be our job right or whatever right. and our passion so like we right. have to be we have to separate from it's like the heart grows fonder right you know right. distance makes a lot of things change and perspective is everything mm-hmm. um and feeling it out the way that you've uh, that you described as far as like those other things in your life it's super cool to hear you say it, and it's also extremely important. You know, when people get it, it is. You can't it, control it, it. You can't. You know, and it was it was scary. I don't know if I speak for the other band members. They all got jobs. You know, like they, they literally had to work some other jobs. I mean, we can't. You know, rock and roll. And you know, it's not. You don't get successful enough for you to just sit on your tail for years on end. I mean, you have to. I mean, everything at Pop Evil is about month to month. We got to pay the bills. You know, that's why we've had to play so much. And, and that's what we, that's kind of how we built it. Like we, we love to play. So we never really got into it to be rich and famous. We just wanted to make sure we were, you know, famous enough, I guess, to be able to play and to play and take care of ourselves. So when you took that away from us, we really had to like look ourselves in the mirror and go, wow, like, wow, what else would we do? You know, if we didn't play. And I think, you know, it reminded guys to be like, hey, they were bored. They went up and took some jobs. So they didn't have to, you know, stress when we we're going to play again. You know, and they, I think if anything, it strengthened band members and band members around the, the country or world for that matter to be like, Right, maybe I'm not so afraid to not be to be off for a couple months now. Now they have connections, right? Like if you're touring artists and you're off for two months, it's not so scary. You can go down to your your friend now and your connection and go make some extra money now and not have to worry about beforehand, like if I stop playing in the band, what am I gonna do? So I think it's been really eye eye opening for a lot of us musicians to know that like, okay, we even though this is our main gig and this is our passion, we don't have to just rely on this anymore, you know. And I mean, I don't know how that shakes out in the long term for fans and, and for us bands, but you know, I'm definitely not afraid anymore, I'm not playing in a band. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to go anywhere. But at the end of the day, like you said, we are normal. We do go to the grocery store. We do do normal things, you know, and, and I think it's in a weird way, I didn't know how to do those normal things. The first two months I remember pissing family and friends off. They're like, when the when the fuck are you going back out? I'm like, yeah, hey, this is a good point. I don't know where I'm going. You know, I mean, because I we I didn't know how to live really. And it sounds obvious but i'm sure you can relate if you've been touring a lot like i didn't know how to sit at the house for, or sit around for a couple months i've never done that in my life you know so in my adult life so you know it took me a minute to like get into some other hobbies or get into some some other like job skill sets to try to do or even like even like do some carpentry build a house like do, get into some of that stuff that i hadn't done since i was in my teens you know yeah. And when, I, when those when those opportunities came up when I was young, I was like, no, fuck that. I want to do music. You know what I mean? So now I'm going yeah. back and be like, I can't do music. Let's go back now and have all your buddies like, remember when I tried to help you all those years ago? And you're like, fuck it. I'll give you tickets. Relax. They, 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 they smart yeah, yeah. enough, you know, because that's all they ever want tickets from the latency. But it's going to be super know. interesting to see. I, I'd be really curious that you talk about there's a lot of bands who people had to go get jobs. You kind of sometimes wonder, maybe they just said, okay, I've toured, I've done it. I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. I'd be curious to see, because I know a lot of road crew guys are like, you know, I'm not going back yeah. out again. I'm good to be around my family, whatever. I'll, I've got yeah. this new job. I'm good. I'd be curious to see if any bands do that. Well, and it's, it's interesting, you know, because I was joking this social social media age. I was joking with a friend of mine and I was just like, dude, I'm tempted to just go up to Starbucks just to say I did it. Just be hilarious to just work a nine to five. And just, I've just, no one's told me what to do like that since I was right. probably, you know, 12, 11. Like it would just be nice to have a schedule again because we're so used to wake up in the tour bus. Just okay, when do we play? 10? Okay, so here's when I eat. Yeah. Everyone tells us what to do. So when you come back, you don't have that. So it was just like, I just think it would be, if anything, working at Starbucks and McDonald's would be a hilarious freaking Instagram post. So, you know, talking with some of my music friends, we're just, you know, shooting the shit, just, just having a laugh at like, wow, like we're in the real world now. It's about, it's, it, it got real, real quick, you know? So just, 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 just doing anything again, all of it stems back to just not thinking about the fact that we can't play at the moment. And when we can play, nobody can tell us that, right? So no one knows. Obviously, we're all thinking like things are kind of opening up, we hope. But, you know, I know for you, Chad, in Michigan, like, shoot, dude, it's supposed to be, it, it's the worst it, out of any state right now. Michigan's one of them. So it's like, you know, what are we going to be shut down again? It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, uh, again, I'm trying not to overthink it. I'm just, as soon as I'm on stage again singing, then I'll get excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I love the idea of the Starbucks thing that you said. Uh, and then also like the idea. Well, Would you want to see that? But it's also yeah. like the perspective yeah. thing. You're just like, yeah. you just show up.com when things come back to him. He's like, yeah. what's up, motherfucker? 
I'm gonna make the motherfucking meal. Dude, I'll make that. I'll hey, make you the damn uh, caramel frap. You better do. You better do that video before Elias from Nonpoint does it. So he'll beat <laughs> oh, you to the really? punch. Oh, That's he probably awesome, will. Man. He's so he's so into doing those little scenario videos. Yeah, I'm like, it yeah. totally makes sense. So I love it. I love it. <laughs> the part um, where you're like, my family and friends are like, when are you gonna leave? I, I think about it in my head. I'm like, you just like do the fucking dishes, right? And you're like walking, like did the dishes, and somebody's you're, yeah. you're expecting like you're the fucking best, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't do oh, dishes, man. I definitely got yelled at for dishes for sure. Lee, you know what? Be, you know what would be great, Lee. <laughs> Is if when you finally go on the road and the bus pulls up the house, you get on yeah. clothes and your parents and your 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 grandparents where they're out, they're like, "Don't yeah. come back, <laughs> stay gone it's forever." So bad. I'm such Thank a you. that like I don't care. We have all this expensive uh, cutlery at the beginning of of COVID. I took all of it and took it to Goodwill. I'm like, we're doing paper plates. I don't do no dishes. Like we'll just throw that stuff away. I don't know. <laughs> So I had to go for silverware when you're at the at the beyond to get some dishes because I took all of it. I took all of it. Yeah, if you're going to Buffalo, yeah, normal, always make problems. sure and grab 20, 20 yeah. knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, instead of going to like pottery barn and getting plates, I was going to Costco and getting paper plates and paper cups. So I saw that's too much living to me. I don't even know. Just give me the red cup. That's if it's great. not a red cup, I won't drink on it. You know what I mean? You put yeah. your fucking <laughs> name on it and shit like PTSD. Yeah, with a sharpie. And it sits. It sits on your. It sits on your kitchen island all day don't touch my cup don't touch my fucking cup it's got my name on it i'm gonna leave it there all day no no don't throw that away i don't need to waste it i'll drink that yeah. <laughs> is, it, does, right is right it broken now. is it leaking is it broken <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, right on. That's well, great. let's That's talk great. about then. Let's talk yeah. about paper plate living uh, and get mm-hmm. some. Give us some of your shiprock experiences, the ones that really Absolutely. stuck out in your head. Yeah, I mean, it started. I have so many good and rocky ones. I remember some of my rocky ones are just again. I get so dizzy. I'm one of those. I don't know if it's just getting old or whatnot. I get I get seasick a lot. Easy. So before this, I'll go early and then I'll move you up. Early days, no, no, no seasick. It was. It was. I remember. What I remember the most about my early shiprock experience was uh, we thought the dolphins had needed pillows because they had to get sleepy. So we donated some shiprock pillows to the <laughs> dolphins um, in the early sessions. So um, the needless to say, I remember that first shiprock experience. We didn't, we didn't, all the money we made, we ended up giving back to the company because we had to pay for a lot of, a lot of the mishaps. But um, as far as the shows, Un- unbelievable friendships were made uh, that I remember being instilled at Shiprock, you know, because it's such a not only cool experience to be close with the fans, but a lot of bands come together, believe it or not, at Shiprock because you get to see a different side of the bands because, you know, you're stuck on a ship and, and you guys can relate from being there. The casino has become such a hang spot. You know, I remember the most recent last time we did Shiprock, the memories I have seem to all be around the casino tables. And how much fun we all had with not only just the other celebrity rock stars in, in the, on the ship, but the fans that would that would hang all the cool questions coming out. So those are some that come off to come off uh, uh, come to come to hand right away, you know. And then of course the views, you know. I think the last one was Turks and Caicos, right? That we did. So I remember being like, wow, you know, like this water is so pure. And the cool thing about Turks was that it wasn't as I mean, it's touristy, but it wasn't as touristy as the Bahamas. So you could find a spot on the beach that you felt like your own paradise. And I remember we walked down, you know, kind of far away on the beach where there was nobody there. It was just us. And you know, I think back on some of those, some of those memories. That and and again, uh, some of my favorite memories on Shiprock are just late nights when there's nobody around you and you just literally look back in the back of the ship and it's just straight up Titanic, man. You see nothing, the but, is howling. nothing yeah. but the water. And you're like, this is insane. Like I'm on the ship with all my people, man. And it's, yeah. you know, I, I think about all those great shows on top, on, like that last one, but our, my favorite one on the deck, when we pulled off, you know, from Turks there on the, 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 when we were coming back to the U S you know, it was just unbelievable seeing all those heads, all those people, you know, people you look up, they're all around. But again, I love I love the the second show too in, in the big main stage, you know, in the back of the ship, the big theater. Mm-hmm. That was such a cool vibe, you know. And um, unlimited ice cream. How can I not? How can I not like that? It's it's funny mm-hmm. you mentioned you get to see some of your friends in a way you hadn't seen them before. It's like my thing is always like, huh, that's what you look like in board shorts, huh? <laughs> yeah, you see everyone's crappy, the crappy taste for bathing suits, right? Everywhere you show up at Walmart, the day I'm used to you in black jeans and black boots. Now I see your ankles. I'm just yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You, know, you see like Zach Wild walk by, and you're like, 
dude, he's got fucking ankles. <laughs> well, dude, I, real quick with Zach. The funny thing is, Zach, I remember working out in the gym and Zach comes in there and he's with his uh, one of his guys and he's wearing the jeans and the big construction boots and is working out. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy does never leave character. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. They all, well, I always teach, I always would teach some of my rock friends because I was like, wow, you actually took those black pants off. You finally given those legs some sun. You'll see so many rockers that wear all black pants all the time. Their legs are completely shadow. You know, they're just completely white. So I'm always like, oh, bro, wow, you wear shorts. So, you know, we definitely get some good jokes, man. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, this is when you're alone, right? And you like you're alone, and no one's yeah. around you, and you're just like out of the, you're just straight up like in your shorts, you're like oh, this feels so <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah. So, uh, listen. Before we, we at the end of this thing, we usually do two. We do two things. We get a. We always do one. We're gonna bring two. We usually walk the plank, which is three random questions we ask yes. you. We just want your answer to these questions, and then Love. the other will be, "Would you rather?" Okay, let's do it. But before then, we want to know what I know Team Pop Evil is working on your plans for the probably the next 18 to 24 months. Can you can you clue us yeah. into some of them? We know some of the festivals have got you, you've got you coming in. What else yeah. do you guys have about the, on the horizon? You can we got we got some British shows coming up with Shine Down. That's the most recent. You know, I know they got some festivals coming in. Me personally, again, I've been I've, obviously I know the Shine Down stuff. It's it's definitely recent. I think there's a Michigan show, so I've definitely been, but for mm -hmm. the most part, for me personally, I've been not I normally I'm all about about it and I know everything going in, but I've been trying to, do, again, I don't want to get my hopes. And once you do that, it's a very emotional business, for, especially for me. So, you know, when you write lyrics for a living, it's emotional and, and uh, it's probably going to be emotional when I get back on that stage. And I don't even know, I'll probably, I could choke up during a couple of songs just to hear everyone and see that we're actually getting back again, that I've been kind of keeping it out of distance, you know, but I know there's some yeah. stuff left, but again, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to get excited till tell Okay. Then maybe yeah, maybe yeah. in June if things start to get a little less stressed, I know that maybe it's a different response. Remember, it's, it's easier to cry on stage in Sheboygan than it is Los Angeles. So just do it there. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, it's great. Um, so walk the plank, right? That's yeah, what we're going to do. I wish we had some so, cool so, music. We should get some cool we'll, music where it's like we'll have Al. Al we'll have Al. Yeah, we'll have Al. Just ask for the suspense. So yeah, we'll exactly. just give it a little. We'll give it a little bit of a some space, and then Al can slip some music in there. Okay. Um, what slip this it is in real slow, Al. That's right. There we go. Real slow. <laughs> I have a question. Chad has a question, but we'll let Chad goes first. And then yeah. basically the fans sending questions, they're never geared towards anyone. They're just a question to ask a musician who whenever they get a chance. Okay. So nice. that'll be that. And then would you rather is kind of self-explanatory. And we'll do yeah. one from Chad and one for myself. But Chad oh, will start yeah. first with walk the plank. You're getting a different vibe with the TV now. So sorry. Oh, so much what is suspense. that? What is that behind there? I have no idea what it's on. It's probably on the uh, Oh, there you go. Hopefully it's sister wives. I'm just kidding. So the question I wanted to um, kind of ask you, and I, this is, it, these are general questions. They're not yeah. related to music or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so to you, for you, right. Um, think about all the times you can be on the road or at home, but what is the one thing that you think it, you can be honestly, you can honestly say that you complain about the most as a person. At home? Period. In life. Or just in general? In oh, general. Pro probably that I'm cold, you know, especially <laughs> in the winter being a vocalist. Yeah. I'm cold, man. Like, you know, definitely on the tour bus, you know, during during the, uh, I think that's my biggest, like, I, Shelby's our tour manager. I'm like, Shelby, dude, give, me a, give me a heat blanket back here, wrap my neck or put a towel around the neck. So I think definitely I would complain during the winter months, you know, with the voice because it's always harder to sing the older you get when it gets cold. So definitely I'd say that. 100% good sure. all right my question is this what which of your personality traits would you like to change most oh geez patience for sure you know i'm trying hard to get the patience you know the ability to get but again, i think it's just a curse of being a lead singer it's like every lead singer that wants to be like we're impatient you know we want it now 
you know, same thing, even on the tour bus, when just getting back to the complaining about the cold weather, maybe it's the TV too. Cause a lot of times I'm resting in the back and, and, you know, you, you take that time. That's kind of your time to veg out during the day too. watch that TV relax. And so if the TV's not working the bus. Definitely. So patience, definitely. I'd say I, I, I gotta get better at it for sure. I change that. What do you, what do you do? Meditation or something to kind of get to find your center? What do you do? On my list to get more, more into meditation. I do it every now and then, but not enough. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of times, man, you just, you just, um, you just find a place. The phone helps when you have internet so you can keep your mind, you know, kind of, again, sometimes I just like, I like anything that takes my mind away from the music for a minute. Cause then when you mm-hmm. get there, it's always so even listening on the radio, I don't even listen to them anymore. I'm always like, oh, what compression rates on that vocal? What mic do you think he's using? You know, what rig are they using on their guitar? And it's like, I can't even like, I'm just like, just give me some country to listen to, you know, just give me something where I don't even think about that. You know I mean? Just give me, yeah. give me some yeah. Frank Sinatra, you know, so I can enjoy it. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. His know, compression was good. And, yeah. And, and, and just lose the anxiety, all that nonsense. Sure. Sure. I got to get that compressor. What compressor is he using? On that like, what is he using on that damn mic, man? Damn it. I'm calling my, calling my team. I'm calling my managers. I'm calling my producers. Yeah, his, I'm like, his, calling his, the fucking radio listen to this. Listen to this. What's yeah. he using? You know? Yeah, he's using his third glass of scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of scotch, sure. so this fan question, man, um, yeah. this one I thought was pretty good. And it, it these are just, like I said, we get them. They don't ever know who the guest is. And today's yeah. the first day that we did, oh, second time, I guess, but first person we had as from a band doing the live thing and then cutting it off. It. So this question is pretty cool. Um, yeah. What's your favorite dish uh, at Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, man, that's great. You know, I, I'm, okay, well, I'm always, obviously the turkey got to be the special special gravy or, you know, a lot of times too, I love the honey baked ham. I haven't been eating mm-hmm. meat as much, so probably I crave that more, but always, I'm more dessert guy. Of course, that's my weakness, you know, with the tummy. But um, banana, banana, banana pudding, man, or or banana cream pie. That's my whip. <sighs> banana cream pie. Oh man. So I just, I just think it's an excuse. Thanksgiving's an excuse to have dessert, for sure. Banana cream pie. I don't think that's, that's what I'm saying, that, man. Yeah. I'd just rather, rather that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> banana cream pie. You like bananas? Um, for sure. So, would you rather mm-hmm. is very simple, self-explanatory. So, Chad, do you want to go first or shall I? Home, you got to go first, man. I'll go first. Okay. All right, Lee. Would you rather run at a hundred miles per hour or fly at ten miles per hour? Run. I hate flying. Sure. Oh, Plus your lack of patience. Exactly. Right. I'm running there now. I don't have time, and I hate everything about the beginning stages of the airport. You got to sit there and. So to run 100 miles per hour over, like just floating above the city on your wings, just kind of cruising, chilling. No, running all Not day. Thinking about compression what, what you, or anything. You gotta like fall. That. What if you what if you mess up and fall? That's all she. Oh no, you you'll you'll land softly as a dove. Oh, if you land softly all the time, you can guarantee me. Well, I'm not dropping you from the sky, man. But yeah, okay. So 100 miles per hour, good for you. I yeah. appreciate that. That yeah. that that. What was the name of the guy that ran? Oh, Flash. The guy Flash, in the cartoons. Right. There we go. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. I'd be Flash, man. I'd love that. Chad, we've got a runner. All right. Yep. Yeah, he's going. Well, I, I could get my I could get my Olympic medal. I've always wanted. So that'd be good. That's right. There you it's go. I got his agenda. Exactly. No candy at Halloween or no turkey or no banana cream pie at Thanksgiving. Which one? No, you already know that answer, man. I can do no without the candy, but uh, yeah. okay. or why don't about this? What if I can just have candy and banana? Just like I said, dessert and have candy and have banana cream pie on Thanksgiving. So just sprinkle the candy broke, on top. He of broke it. the algorithm. There it is. There it is. Oh, the algorithm. Right. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I need the dentist. Hey, can I ask one more? Because I saw it and I was of like, course. Man, "This look. This is. This yeah. is a really good one here. Hold on. Would you yeah. rather have no one show up for your wedding or your funeral? Oh God, I'm not a wedding guy, so I would. I'm not another thing. I hate weddings, dude. I can't do it. So hopefully no one showed up at my wedding for sure. You know, I would never invite anybody. So that would be easy. I mean, funeral, I guess. I mean, I want my family there. I don't know how. I think when you do this for a living, more people there kind of freak you out. So, I mean, as long as my family was there. But I guess yeah, but I think probably gonna... nobody at my wedding for your answer. Okay. So if, if you know, but no, Sean, your wedding, at your funeral, at least you realize who you have to haunt in the afterlife. There, there you go. There you, or, there or, you or, go. Who you, or who you there don't you. have to haunt. You just got to haunt everybody else. That's right. I got my list. You just yeah, made you the list, buddy. 
<laughs> okay, Francis. I love it. I love Can it. I ask one more? Is that cool? Yeah, dude, yeah. These yeah. are great. This is interesting. This is I got all day. I got video games behind me. That's, you know, I can see it through the through the screen. You got the Fortnite <laughs> of in this mission. <laughs> we got so uh here's an interesting one. I think it's it's a pretty when I thought about it when I was reading, I was like, damn, that's hard. Yeah. Would you rather be present for the beginning of the earth or the end of the earth? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. I, the, the end, because then you figure technology would be better. Maybe you could get off this planet, you know, at least die in space rather than trying to make an effort. But beginning, black hole you know, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, black hole. That would be if you're going to go. That would be interesting. It'd be yeah. a good story when you got to you know heaven or hell, wherever you go. I went through a black <laughs> hole, man. I went through a black hole. Like, that's Whoa. pretty rad. Yeah, I Elon sent me through the black hole. hole. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I got stretched out through the black hole, man. It's red. Excuse me, stranger. Do you know what? You're <laughs> Excuse <still? laughs> me. Well, listen, Lee. Thank you Hello. for indulging yes. us with these things. This was a lot of yeah. fun, and thank you for this was a fantastic episode. And we appreciate your time, mm-hmm. um, guys. Check out May twenty first, Versatile, the new album. Check out all the new songs, yes. around, including the new one. Uh, Breathe Again, which is just shooting up the charts. And as Chad said, he heard it three times a day. So just click on the radio and uh, you're going to hear it on your modern rock stations. So in 20 years, you'll hear it on your your heritage station. But right now, you can hear it on modern rock. And obviously, these guys have been booked at some festivals, so keep your eyes on that. Fingers crossed. We won't get our hopes up just yet. But you know what? When the the bus is pulling away, then we'll celebrate. Uh, Lee, thank you. We'll do some quick housekeeping before we say a final goodbye. Guys, if you're still interested in Shiprock uh, 2022, we still have cabins. So go to shiprock.com to find cabins or you can find cabin mates. You can join in on a quad, whatever you guys do. Uh, also go to shiprock.com to check out all the new 2022 merchandise. And uh, yeah, before we go, we want to thank uh, our show producer, Al McManus, our show engineer, Jennifer Zito, our show coordinator, Heather Smith, and of course, the captain, Alan Kading, for making all of this available Chad Nicefield, our host for Ship Rocked 2020 and 2022. That sounds so weird. Like we had a leap year or some crap. And, uh, here? Lee surfing. from Pop Evil, you've been incredible. And thank you so much for the stories and your enthusiasm and obviously answering all our silly little questions. Absolutely. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having yeah. me on. Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you again real soon, bud. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Be safe out there. Banana cream pie for all. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths, and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.